0: Good morning. Welcome to our welcome Sunday. So how does that last story make you feel? (laughs) It's complicated. Human beings, we are complicated. And our relationship to stuff and resources and wealth can be complicated. The story is often referred to as the story of the dishonest manager. And I think I've sort of grown up holding attention and being confused, which is really the purpose of a parable, to confuse us a little bit, of being confused about the dishonest in there and like Christian ethics and what's right and what's wrong. The uh, scholar Joy J. Moore, she says that both the readings we heard today, both this gospel and the lesson from the Hebrew Scriptures They're about the practices of the privilege that result in pervasive poverty. So a little bit of background, a little bit of context. We have this manager, he finds out he's gonna be fired because he hasn't been behaving appropriately with his boss's resources. We don't really know exactly what that means. And so he has this freak out moment, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna be able to work with my hands. I'm also not gonna be able to beg. Where I know what I'll do, he says. I will renegotiate my boss's accounts. There's a lot of different ways of understanding this, but chances are he was renegotiating back to what the accounts like, should have been because chances are that those larger numbers were because there was a hefty dose of interest that was added on to the bill, along with maybe the manager himself was adding his own cut on top of it. And he was aware of the way the system, aware of the way the economy worked. He was like, wait a second, if I just take it back to maybe what it should be, I will open up space to develop a new kind of relationship with these people. I think that often parables are intentionally confusing, they're intentionally jarring. I think Jesus, that's the way he worked, that's the way he taught. He sort of steps into a place and he's like, hey, you know how you've been seeing it and thinking about it in this way? Well, what if I reorient you and help you explore some other ways of thinking and being? When I think about where ethics and morality and the idea of fairness takes us, it often takes us to a place of like, well, then what's right and what's wrong, which then takes us to a place of, well, who's in and who's out. And yet, over and over again, Jesus is stretching those boundaries constantly telling stories and healing people to bring them back into the fold. He's telling stories of, you thought that they were on the outside, but actually they're closer to the heart of God's desire, of God's purpose, of God's hope for humanity. Perhaps this dishonest manager or another um, source that I read said maybe we should refer to him as the rogue manager. I like that a little bit better. The text that we heard, that translation, talks about him being shrewd. sort of has some negative connotations. What are other words that we could think of to describe shrewd behavior? Cunning, wise, creative. He knew how the system worked. And from within this system, he sought freedom from the system by building relationships with the people that he was engaged with in the system. He made connections. Today, we welcome everyone. Welcome hospitality is a strong theme in Luke's Gospel. Luke also tells a lot of stories about wealth, about resources. When do we have enough? What is enough? There are many different ways those messages make their way to us from our culture and our world, and there are a lot of Ways as well, those messages make their way to us through the stories of our faith, through the stories of our Christian tradition. At the heart of our faith, are, as um, philosopher John Caputo refers to them, are "the possibility of the impossible." We practice believing. That God became one of us in the person of Jesus. That God, that God wanted to know what it was like. That God wanted to draw as close to us and our experiences as possible. That God was born in this world the same way we all are. That Jesus experienced life as we do. With the joys and the celebrations and the griefs and the loss, and everything in between. And then at the other end of this life, we celebrate this other totally unexplainable thing, but that Jesus is killed, and yet that's not the last word. Jesus dies on the cross, and then three days later, we practice having faith in the resurrection. That new life, that eternal life, is more powerful, pervades. How do our resources fit in the midst of this life of faith? In God's economy, I believe that resources are meant to flow, to move, to be shared believe that there is enough in the world for all of us to have what we need. Scripture tells story after story about that. I think this manager, in some ways, is pointing to that, is pointing to the ways in which we make space for relationship with each other, for connection, and how that can help transform Our relationship to our stuff, to our things, to our resources, that help us feel like we have enough. Today for St. John's is a day where we celebrate our resources in a way. We gather to worship and pray like we do each Sunday. We gather to share a sacred meal at this sacred table. And then we're going to stay and gather for another meal that is also sacred after this worship service. And this morning we are celebrating in an open house all the different ways that we engage. That we engage with each other, that we engage with God, that we engage with the world beyond our community. There are ways in which to be of service at St. John's. like. Offering hospitality at the door, sharing in the creation of beautiful music, reading the word. There are other ways that we share our resources. We, those of us that help out with the children and the youth. And then there are those ways that we turn out, that we are sent forth from our doors and we turn out to share our resources through outreach and justice. There are ways in which many of you have been already involved knitting and crocheting hats for those who need a little extra help to stay warm this winter. There are a variety of ways that we share meals with those in our community who are in need of food. And there are lots of other offerings. There are lots of other ways that we share our resources. So I invite you into the parish hall after this service to learn to check out, and to witness the ways in which resources flow here at St. John's. The Holy Spirit. In our Trinitarian understanding of God, we have this sense of the Holy Spirit, and I like to refer to her as movement, as wind, as breath, that animates, that inspires, that moves and stirs within us and among us. And I wonder if it was the Holy Spirit that was moving in the story that Jesus told. If it was the Holy Spirit that was moving within the manager and even his boss in turning to see a new way of doing things. In closing, I'd like to share a collect from Stephen Shakespeare that goes alongside our scripture for today. God of unexpected judgment, finding grace in the devious and compromised, free us from the certainty of having you in our grip, that a better wealth may flow through open hands. Through Jesus Christ, the currency of life. Amen. Amen.